Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome, everyone, to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits that help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. One thing that gets overlooked when investing into Dynamics 365 is user adoption. Of course, the hope is that all the licensed users that your organization has purchased are going to use the solution to its full capacity, but that's not always the case. No, that's a great point, Kevin. The lack of user adoption could be for a variety of reasons. You know, the reasons I've seen range from a poorly defined process that just got released into Dynamics 365 and added into the mix just, but I mean, our customers don't understand how to use it within Dynamics 365. Yeah, KJ, I've seen that too. Some users just refuse to adopt new technology and there's really nothing you can do about that. However, for the users that are using it and want to use it, but have some confusion around the platform, Dynamics 365 does have some resources to help end users. Things like documentation, YouTube tutorials, and even podcasts. The resources are abundant. Thousand percent. But what if the end user doesn't have time to search for all of that? Well, today's guest, Asif Ramani, he's going to highlight the best practices companies can take to increase user adoption. And he talks about how his company, Visual SP, can provide an easy to navigate contextual experience for users to improve user adoption within Dynamics 365. Kevin, can you please introduce this episode's guest? Certainly, KJ. Digestible Dynamics, let me introduce you to Asif Ramani with Visual SP. Asif is the founder and CEO of Visual SP. Visual SP is the creator of a Microsoft-centric digital adoption platform that is being used by more than 200 organizations around the world to increase user adoption while reducing the end-user support burden. Asif has been a Microsoft MVP for 16 years as of 2023. He is hyper-focused on helping organizations with their digital adoption and digital transformation efforts. Asif has been training, consulting, and mentoring on technologies for more than two decades and has authored several books over the years for Wiley Publications. Asif has also been a speaker at conferences since 2006 on numerous topics. He resides in the United States, but has performed speaking engagements in several places around the world, such as Germany, the Netherlands, New Zealand, UK, Sweden, Ireland, Canada, and more. Welcome, Asif. Welcome, Digestible Dynamics. We're so excited to have Asif Ramani here to talk about Visual SP, but more so around user adoption. Welcome, Asif. Thank you. Good to be here. Fantastic. Well, let's dive right in. And we want to ask you, what are the factors that affect user adoption within Dynamics 365? Yeah, very good question. Well, first of all, thank you, KJ, Kevin, having me here. Talking about user adoption, something that I do a lot at conferences and in settings like this, very passionate uh, for me. 
honestly, it's the same no matter which application. Same exact things with Dynamics, which is an awesome, awesome set of applications. But when a user comes in, they need to understand what's in it for me. Why should I care? What am I doing? What benefit is it giving me? Whether it's a salesperson, customer service, field service, marketing person, whatever. So that is the biggest thing that is in Dynamics, just like any other system, putting information and help to them you know, at their moment of need so they can understand how do I get help and what am I doing here, how it affects me, how it benefits me is the main thing that affects user adoption in a positive way. Awesome. I, I, would, I would assume that training goes into this as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and you think about it, KJ, you got Dynamics, an application that's a SaaS complete application. You got two different uh, release cycles throughout the year, right? So things are changing from Microsoft all the time in a good way. Plus, as a company itself, they're changing their tables, their entities, right? They're changing their fields, their columns and all, their forms and views. All these changes are happening. And uh, I'm not even sure if I want to call it training, but it's more of a supporting the person who's actually using the system to help them achieve their goals, whatever it be, selling, marketing, like, like I mentioned before. So yes, that is paramount, in my opinion. You do that well, and the person will understand how do I get support when I need support and we'll do a great job at it. Love that. Like so it. it sounds like when we think about what are companies doing correctly, <laughs> giving them that training is one step. What other tips would you recommend companies utilize or strategies utilize to help their users adopt the solution? Sure. Yeah, I'll actually talk about both, uh, how they're, some things they're doing correctly right now and some things that could be improved. Uh, well, from what I've seen, the companies that are doing a really good job is making support available in a systems manner plus a tier two and beyond from a human support. You know, many of us working from home these days, there's already that silo, that loneliness that sets in, unfortunately. And you want to feel like, you know, when I need help, I am supported. So when I'm struggling with something, and that could be something as simple as a field that's a required field, and I don't know exactly what to choose, and I'm stuck. There's a deal pending, and I'm stuck. You know, my livelihood is on uh, hold right now. That's not a good feeling. So that feeling of stuck can only be alleviated when I have information directly on the system, as well as I can call Kevin, I can call KJ, I can call Alice, like, hey, uh, I need some help, you know, and having being available in, in the Teams channel or regular phone call or text or whatever. So I think the companies that are doing that correctly are the ones that are winning, that are you know doing great with their systems, getting wonderful usage, usage and user adoption. On the flip side, obviously, that's something that can be improved by more, uh, most companies. A system like Dynamics, and don't get me wrong, Dynamics is a great system, but any system, doesn't matter if it's Dynamics or any of the competitors or collaboration system or whatever, you don't just put in training for the uh, for the for the built-in stuff that Microsoft provides, but also what are the policies? What are the guidelines? What is the governance? You know, when making a new deal, make sure you don't do this. When creating a new contact, make sure you do this and things like that. And here's our ethos. Here's our culture. That kind of information also needs to be available to me. There's a specific formula that I talk about all the time that if that information is available to users within two clicks and ten seconds. Two clicks and 10 seconds. Then they, they they get that amygdala hit that, oh, you know what? This was not that difficult. I can do that again. 
But if it takes more than three or four clicks and it takes more than 10 seconds, like, ah, I don't want to go through that process again. And they start losing their faith in the system. Right. Two Sounds like how I buy clicks. products. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two clicks, 10 seconds. I like it. No, but um, I would love to understand how are we helping folks, you know, in this realm that, that have disabilities? How are we helping them adapt and overcome some of these, these issues that customers have? So are you talking about within Dynamics specifically? Or are you yes. talking about uh, any application job? Just yeah. within Dynamics. Well, having this, sure. Well, having the screen re- readers are, of course, super important for folks who have a disability in that sense. But having any kind of uh, sensory and other kinds of things like that, I think Dynamics by itself, the application does a great job uh, by following some of those specific guidelines and policies that are out there. And we try to do the same thing that with our product, Visual SP, we bake in directly within the dynamic system to make things easy to visualize, making it very simple for any type of users to be able to understand what they're looking at without getting perplexed and getting frustrated. Right. So just a oh, adaptable. Awesome. No. Yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. I love that. No, 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 no problem at all, KJ. What I was thinking about is one thing that we pride ourselves with the Dynamics 365 platform is that yeah. extensibility. So no two companies ideally are not are going to have use Dynamics the same way. How Absolutely. do you see companies and and if it's going constantly updating, how do you keep track of and keep up to date with that level of training with arming your users knowing how to use it? Absolutely. You know, there's a concept that I always talk about, something that intuitively we all, I know, know this thing that less is more. And the the example that I give is, you know, my kids growing up, whenever we went into McDonald's, you know, which now they don't like to go anymore, other places, they're much more mature, like, oh, dad, I want... Uh, And then they're confused. They're looking at like, oh, and they're like, five minutes, we're just standing there, what do you want? But if you go to Chipotle, which is now my kids are much older, like, all right, I know exactly what to pick here, what to pick here, what to pick here in this column, and I'm done. And that the concept of less is more, but quality is something that I subscribe to very, very strongly. We not, don't have time you know, to make them decisions. We've got to make decisions quickly, easily to our benefit, understand exactly what am I getting, how am I going to get there. So same thing within Dynamics. And I'm going to try to verbalize what what you would visualize. Let's say I go to a Dynamics system. We're talking about C, let's say specifically, or it doesn't matter, B, C, F, and O, whichever. And I see that a few things have changed on the interface. There's a new field that has popped up and that's a required field that I need to be able to do my job to be able to submit this particular form. But having said that, by this new field, if I hover over it, let's say there's a tooltip that appears telling me what it is or there's an inline help icon right there, right next to it, tells me exactly what this means. Makes my life easy, because I get the same exact experience when I go on the internet, booking a flight or something, if I'm confused about some fees, Mm -hmm. I click on the inline help icon, boom, the answer is right there. So why not just have that? And and that's just a very small thing of what Visual SP, what our company does, putting those inline help icons or hoverovers, tooltips. Give you another example. When people come to a new interface, uh, whether it's people who have been working in the same company, same system for 10 years or new people altogether, but it's a new interface for me. Like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Once again, going to accounts, going to opportunities, uh, deals, and so forth. Why not give me an interactive tour? And that interactive tour are 
application Visual SP also helps uh, customers create that for their employees. Mm-hmm. Now, guiding them. All right, welcome. Here's an, it's a video that you need to watch to understand that. Click here. Okay, you're done. Click there. Now click here. You're all set. So, so having these, uh, the, the term that I use called contextual experiences. So contextual experiences directly on the screen, helping me like, you know, you guys, like Kevin or KJ was just like, hey, click this, do that. It's really, it's much more human instead of just saying, well, we'll figure it out. So it's a combination <laughs> of many things that really help. You know what it reminds me of, Asif? It reminds me of uh, yeah. Clippy on Microsoft Word. As you're typing something, way. it says, hey, it looks like you're yeah. doing this. <laughs> yeah. no, don't remind me of that. That's, so <laughs> the, the reason Clippy got the bad rep that it did, Kevin, in my opinion, is because it came to you when you did not need it. You know, many Good times point. it was like Good intrusive, point. like, go away, you know, don't bother me, let me do my job. But if you flip that Clippy, around, you're able to provide, yeah, if you're, <laughs> if you're able to provide information at the moment of need, within the context of environment and within the flow of my work and help me, mm-hmm. like think of uh, Grammarly or something, I'm writing something in it, right. right? Hey, cool. I, I, I'm, that's awesome. But yeah, I hope you don't compare us to, uh, to Clippy because... <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah. no, 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 but awesome. So, you know, could you provide me a use case or a customer story um, yeah. of how Visual SP has helped that customer improve their adoption and really decrease the support tickets that they have? Absolutely, absolutely. One specific that. Like, Customer that comes to mind, we're going to call it Globex. Globex is one of the <laughs> demo environment that we use. Right. So Globex was coming from HubSpot to Dynamics for the whole complete CRM. You got sales, marketing, they were growing, they were SMB before, and now they're growing to a demo had bigger needs. Now, if you're familiar with HubSpot CRM environment, which actually is a nice product, but it's more for SMB market, uh, they have the concept of contacts only. Now, Dynamics has leads and contacts both, right? So that was their first question. All right, guys, you know, when the people coming in, they're going to be confused. How do we support them? So we put inline help icons and hoverovers right by the where it says leads table, context table. So when you're looking at it, you can hover over. You can see which is what. Why, why would you use a lead? Why would you use a contact? So that's, that was a simple thing. The second thing is they wanted to have uh, webinars and other events that they had internally going on on a sometimes weekly, sometimes monthly basis, and they wanted people to really attend those, but regular email was not working out. So through Visual SP, we have a concept of uh, announcement banners, which uh, not, not rocket science, it's just an announcement banner that appears on top or bottom, but scheduled in such a way that wherever the user is, they could be in their email, they could be in Dynamics, it could be wherever. Banner appears telling them, here's the next event, Please acknowledge, boom, the banner doesn't go away until you acknowledge it, and boom, now you know Jack saw it and Jill saw it and whatever, and, and, and you have the analytics behind and, and they show up. The increase uh, of their att- attendance and events went up quite a bit. So that was the second thing, right? And the third one actually was what I was talking about where they wanted to introduce the different tables uh, to people. So when you go the first time to account, so the first time to opportunity, the first time, mm-hmm a guide would appear. And that guide would be very, very specific to Globex, not just dynamics, but here's how we do things. So the first thing is a video of the CEO talking, welcome to our team. Here's what to expect. Here's what our culture is. Click on next, boom. And then it would say, okay, here's how you can quick, uh, quickly create records. 
here's where the site map is, here's everything. So just very specific to their culture plus specific to the new dynamics environment. So that's just three simple scenarios, but so many different things like that that we do to make it just easy for new users or even existing users for new functionality to get them comfortable and to, to raise a usage and reduce support tickets. I love that. That's love fantastic. It. We covered a lot there and we will definitely make sure that we put Visual SP and how to find you in the show notes. Asif, thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about user adoption, give people a way to think about how can we improve our own user adoption and highlighting that awesome use case that Visual SP did for helping Globex uh, make their end users not be as confused, but also increase the user adoption for the product. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks.